Good evening, good evening, good evening. It's the Couch Potato Sports Report. It's Mo Better here with T-Bird and some guy named Dex. Um, and, of course, OG is somewhere around here. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, man. How What's you doing? Good. What's the good word? Me? Okay. I go with All that. All day, every day. I go with that. All day, every day. Got that hair looking, the one got that hair did, mm -hmm. looking only the way you can look, There you Mo. go. There you go. Uh, flattery will get you everywhere. Uh, walk the dog. There you go. <laughs> you see it brought us donuts, right? I'm saying, you know, I try. I try. I um, hate to start on um, a negative note, I guess, per se, but uh, we can't ignore the elephant in the room. There were two women who filed lawsuits against uh, former heavyweight champion George Foreman. Um, allegating, alleging sexual abuse and rape from the seventies, um, happened when I wasn't even born, I suppose. But what are your thoughts? Any truth to it? He's 73. Why now? Yeah. I wonder why, you know, if you're going to do it, why you didn't get him when he's heavyweight champion, you know? So, uh, I'm, I'm, I hate hearing that again. Um, it's going to dominate the news for a while. I'm sure. And of course, he's uh, he's denied the allegations, of course. So, you know, I I, I just really don't know what to say. I don't, I don't know uh, why some attorney or, or whoever would wait this long to to bring that out, along with the the people. That I'm not trying to be disrespectful to the point well the you know well let's let's look look at it just a little bit these women are now in their 60s right and these assaults allegedly happened when they were 15 years old so you're talking 55 years at least to wait so you know the the skeptic in me of course it's not at all challenging that these women did not suffer some sort of trauma right but it's why now and who's pulling the strings in terms of orchestrating this at this given moment right now. Right. Right. Uh, somebody is. And for an attorney to take it on, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> you know, he thinking about money as well. Absolutely. So uh, I think uh seemed like I read one of them where uh, something happened when one little girl was eight years old. Mm -hmm. when, so I, you know, I, I just don't know what to think. Cause we, we never seem to really get all the facts and, um, how do you, you get the facts now though? I, you know, I don't know. I mean, George thinks, of course, they're trying to extort money, which is probably the case in some respect, but you're 60 years old. I mean, why you didn't get them when they was doing all that to be a Cosby just getting on the bandwagon then. Yeah. I mean. Well, they wait. For, oh, that was so mean. I had to, I had to catch myself. I was about to make a really mean joke. I'm going to make it anyway. Were they waiting for a couple more George Foreman grills to sell hey, to get man. a oh, bigger payday? I know. Yeah, I know. I just so insensitive. I just hate this has happened. Um, and if it did happen, I hate it for the victims. But why now? What do you think, OG? Yeah, I, the only thing I can think of is that somehow, some way, now they met each other or somehow they, they realized that they each had an issue with George. And instead of being like, you know, the only victim now that there's two, you know, they just must've realized and connected and put all the, you know, the two and two together. But what's the statute of limitations on something like this? I, I mean, well, 50, whatever, like, well, that's, the, that's the thing. The, the point is, is that there's nothing criminally that can be done 
but there's a payday coming because okay george are you willing to pay money to make this go, go away, away regardless yeah. that's right or you know will there be some jury in this now me too era who will sympathize and say yeah we we think something happened and and, and what is it civilly you're liable to pay x amount of dollars to these women for their pain and suffering and i know we're a litigious society but it 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 it, it concerns me for men, women, whoever, all of us, any of us could be sued for any given reason and not necessarily be guilty, but it's just a matter of what type of resources a person has, what links a person will go to, to really just drag your name through the mud for monetary gain. What you got, Dix? Do you, um, do they, do you know if they have the same lawyer? That's it, a good point. The, it looks like the lawsuit is on behalf of both of them. Oh, so they well, do. it says lawsuit, so maybe they're separate. No, they're separate. Yeah, separate lawsuits with under pseudonyms okay. filed in los angeles superior court i know one of them is the daughter of one of his sparring partners oh really yeah they're, yeah. Both, yeah. they're both boxing related and and i'm reading here that they're both filed recently as a result of a recent california that yeah. went into effect not too long ago yeah that 2020 prevent, that extended that uh statute of limitations so I, why they didn't do it in the last 50 years and they picked you know now of all time won't we won't know but yeah i think there's more to this story than meets the eye well according to you know a statement from george you know over the past six months they've both been trying to extort millions mm -hmm. so uh, this is this is their next recourse and again if even if it's five dollars i think they they win and that's unfortunate for people to have to go through um these type of lawsuits um just for the sake of somebody trying to get money and again is can there ever really even be a, a a monetary figure or a dollar amount for any type of of human experience you know and if, if that's the case right. then again we're all vulnerable to having to go through something like this yeah i i it's just uh it seems like when things like that happen that things start snowballing from out of nowhere mm -hmm. and uh you know, in George's case, he's probably gonna, you know, if it gets to where he just can't, he he say, all right, I'm gonna give you $5 million. Well, y'all go away. Okay, mm -hmm. if he does that, then people gonna think that he did it. Mm -hmm. So. And, and then what, what, if he does do that, then what does that look like in the George Foreman Grill franchise? You know, right. do they change? Like, that's gonna be a lot of lost revenue from him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'll probably get canceled. Exactly, they'll take his name off, and yeah, that's again, right. he's he's not. I don't know. We we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. With unless anybody. he just yeah, unless he just stays in there and, and he know. Look, I know I didn't do this, and I'm gonna fight it to the end. Hey, and uh, still gonna cost him money anyway, right? Yeah. We got a uh, right. we got a listener on the chat that says the statute of limitations is long past. The women would have gotten sympathy and probably money if they had said something before. I was in college when women spoke up, but often were not believed. Mm. And this person likes the show. Hey, thank you so much for liking the show. We yeah. like you back. Thanks a lot. All right. And, and so true. And I and I think that again, that's that's what makes this so complicated because there are victims here. And again, yeah. if you say something happened to you, I'm gonna I'm gonna believe you. I don't I don't have a right to uh -huh. dispute or object or dissect 
a person's individual experiences in this life are, are theirs and it's on them whether or not they're being honest. So if you are brave enough to come forward and say that something happened to you, you should be believed. And, but again, on the other side of the coin, there are still questions of why now? And because of, of, of how things have happened in these past 10 years or so, you, you just got to wonder, uh Oh, what are you laughing about? Um, our commenter is OG's mom. So hey, uh -huh. shout out to the fam, right? Oh, right, OG. Great question. I, I knew we had a great listener going on. Yeah. Appreciate you. I, you know, I, I just, I just wish, and I hate it when things like this happen to anybody, but I would hope that people have learned that when things happen to you right then, tell people right then. It's more complicated. I, I had a, um. I know a young lady who um, was um, playing sports in high school and they were on the bus coming back from uh, a meet and she was assaulted yeah. by one of the popular athletes mm -hmm. and, and she spoke up and she was ostracized, students bullied, teachers, administrators, no one believed her. And she almost had to drop out of high school because she got literally no support really? and no one, no one to say, Hey, I believe you when I stand up for you. So uh -huh. it's, it's more complicated to say than because it seems like the risk is great on either side. There's a great risk if you say something because most people aren't going to believe you. And there's a risk if you are possibly exposed and could be accused yeah. so again not just because you're famous doesn't mean that you haven't done some heinous things but sometimes they're given the benefit of the doubt some and the and the victim is not which is unfortunate i i just i mean it's it's dang if you do and dang if you don't it really is and so i'm just uh i, I just don't have words because you know if if and i can't believe that people would would do that i think you got to know the character you know maybe of that person as best you know how or best you can but if if a young lady come to me and tell me that such and such it's got to be thoroughly investigated at least mm -hmm. i mean you know the power dynamic alone is I mean, even back then you yeah. know the power dynamic i mean he's physically imposing mm -hmm. Um, you know, he probably had like a lot of friends and a lot of power. He probably had a little bit of money. Yeah, I'm sure he so looked like a giant. He's, he's probably well protected even back then. So. But think about, look, I'm going to swing it a little bit. Remember when Mike Tyson was accused of assaulting Robin Givens? Oh, yeah. She came up on that TV show smiling and everything. Well, the thing about it is we we believed her. She was famous, too. So it had to happen, you yeah. know, but yeah. there were also some who vilified her. Oh, wait a minute. It wasn't Robin Givens. It was the... Um, you talking about the girl uh, at the Miss Black pageant? Yeah, no. I'm sorry. Look, yeah, I'm getting she, my black woman mixed up. What was her she, name? Uh, she came to... I forget her name. But she came to Desiree something. Yeah, Desiree Washington. Yeah, she came She went to, to his room Miss, at 2 o'clock in the uh -oh, morning. Oh, nah, listen. Uh, it was 3 I mean, I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying. But again, does that... Uh, it it don't saying, give him yeah. the right. It don't give him the right. No. But you got to be a little bit smarter than that. He ain't wanting to talk and watch TV. I mean, I can see like she changed her mind. You know, things probably got out if of If Idris whatever, Elba invited me to his hotel room at, at three o'clock in the morning, I'm going. I know you are. Doesn't necessarily mean that I'm <laughs> going to expect, I'm sorry, you know, anticipate 
anything nefarious going on. But if I get a chance to spend some quality time with him, whatever time of day, I'm going to do it. But, that's where you, that, that's where you but, make. But if he assaults me, I'm t- I'm singing from the trees. That's why you shouldn't go at three o'clock in the morning. Wait till three o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, you just gonna have to wait because uh-huh. if you go into somebody's room at three o'clock in the morning, to me, there are no good intentions there. All I'm gonna say is, if it's coming in, if 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 Mo is coming in to Idris's apartment or a hotel at three o'clock in the morning. It's to film Beast 2. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. She got the claws out. Just, oh, gee, help me out. Oh, got no the claws out. Oh, I, I, I think, uh, I, I think T-Bird's kind of like pretty without saying it, without saying it, but not that anybody's asking for it, but basically there are certain expectations that at, you know, two or 3 AM versus in the afternoon. And That's so, right. you know, it's, it's, not that you're asking for it, but you know, it's, well, it's well, let's, just, well, let's flip that. If you say that, OG, let's say it is three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm going to Idris Elba's hotel room. Is uh-huh. there still that expectation that I'm going to have to give something up? No, I, no, I, but, I think the context is very different. I think I, me too. I think he would have to give something up. Oh. You know, I see the way you smile every time you say his name. <laughs> you ain't I, I just mean, look, I think I, I don't care what the dynamics are. You don't go, I don't think a woman should go to a man's room that's not her brother or her daddy or or something like that at 3 a.m. and think that we're going to watch TV. But I, but here, okay, but here, the, therein lies the crux of why the Me Too movement has such power. And... I hear you. And as, as, as a woman hearing men say that, that's the problem that if I come to your room, there is an unspoken expectation that should be known by me. That is some type of code in terms of, all right, even if you don't say you want to do something, I'm going to assume that if you do come that therein, yeah, you, you want to, you want something, something. And, and that's not fair. No, it's not fair, but that's the way, that's the way I'm just, that's the way men think. I, I mean, gonna, you know, add, I mean, I, I, I just, I just got to say that. And that I'm not saying that that's the right way to think. I'm just saying that's the way men think. Uh, I'm just going to say no means no. I remember personally, I was in that situation to where it was at a certain time in the morning. Somebody said no. And I'm walking around with two Smurfs in my, in, in, in my pants. So, <laughs> And that's, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. No does mean you no. Know, I knew this would go off the rails some kind of way. Uh, interesting, guys. Uh, nice perspective. Thanks, thanks for thanks for the candid conversation. Y'all stick with us. Um, we're gonna be back. We've got a special guest coming in to talk. Y'all stay with us. We'll be back.
Hey, this is Mo Better with the Council Potatoes Portion for Court. I'd love for you to join us for what always promises to be an entertaining and lively discussion on the latest news in sports. And trust me, I need all the support I can get because refereeing these matchups with T-Bird and the other guy is no easy task. But it's always a lot of fun. Tune in Fridays at 6 o'clock. Hey, it's OG from the Couch Potato Sports Report. You know, the smart one. Listen live every Friday at 6 p.m. on Podbean as I drop some knowledge on T-Bird to tell him like it is. And then he tries to tell me why I'm wrong about Notre Dame being hypocrites, the Braves repeating, or soccer being better than basketball. Chat with us live on Fridays or catch it later on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We are back here live on the Couch Potato Sports Report. We're live every Friday at 6 o'clock. Mission Road Studios, Cartersville, Georgia. Twitter. Why didn't you just say it then? Follow us on Twitter. You say it. What are you, Couch Spot? What are you, Couch, <laughs> yeah. couch Man? On the Couch on the Spot, couch, baby. On the Couch Spot. I think I'm, I don't know who I am. We'll get it for you. But we do want you to listen. Follow us on Spotify, Podbean. Uh, like us on Facebook. Get on our email list so you can get alerts. But right now, very special moment. We are so glad, so glad to welcome with us AAU up-and-coming basketball phenom Mercedes Diaz. Hey, Mercedes. Perez. Perez, Perez, oh, look, Perez. really? Yeah. Who put this on the paper? I didn't. That was probably me. I do a lot of drinking, so. <laughs> I know, man. I just mm, mm, You messed up my whole little. Well, just... we apologize to Mercedes Perez. Dexter. Mm, mm, mm. I knew that didn't sound right. I knew it didn't sound right. I should, that's what I get for just reading and trusting what y'all write me. Yeah. Hey, can you guys hear us? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, there we go. There you are. Hey, Mercedes. Hi, how are you? Fine. Thanks for joining us this evening. So, um, up and coming, rising, outstanding um, basketball player. Um, the skills, the 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 smarts, the whole package. Um, so, Mercedes, tell us. Um, when did you first get started? When when did your love of basketball first begin? Uh, it started in middle school around like seventh or eighth grade. Middle school about seventh or eighth grade. That's that's a little late, and and you've already developed to such a level that you're you're on the AAU circuit. Pretty awesome. Pretty amazing. So any D one schools? Um, any any offers? Any looks? Um, any prospects for you as far as playing at the next level? All right. What's your dream school? Very smart. Very smart. Very yeah. smart. Hey, uh, Mercedes, again, we apologize, baby, for uh, uh, having to get you back. But, uh, you know, we are. Hey, Mercedes, could you close out the other apps that are on your phone? Because it's what it's doing is um, it's kind of splitting the amperage in between the two of them. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's or it, also if you're not on um speakerphone that would help too. Okay, we're good now? Uh, I think we're getting there. I feel I heard it okay, get a little louder. You there, sweetie? Yes. Okay. That's all right. Hey, uh Mercedes, uh uh this T Bird again, just wanted to uh, I always like to ask uh young players like yourself about the grind of AAU. Um, I know you got to mix that with school work. You got to mix that with being a teenager. You got to mix that with 
uh, 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 playing basketball in high school and all of that. Uh, what kind of what kind of toll does it take on your body? Uh, it definitely takes a big toll. You know, you got to do a lot of recovery. Um, but I don't think it's that bad if you do recovery really well. Yeah, you know, I, and I love to hear a young person talk about recovery. Because, you know, when I was your age, uh, we didn't care nothing about recovery. We just knew we retired, we rested, and we started again. And if somebody would say, you got to recover, I'm looking at them like, what do you mean? You know what I mean? So it's it's so good that uh, you're aware of, that your body has to recover. You have to do all the right things to, to stay ready. And uh, I've seen you play, and I just love your game. I, I rave. I've raved to my cohorts about your game your sight vision, your court vision. Uh, you can score when you want. You can pass when you want. Your defense is on point. Um, is that something that you work on on a regular basis? Um, my court vision, and I feel like that kind of just comes to me after playing for a while. But everything else, yeah, I work on it a lot. You know, I have to try to perfect it to the best of my ability. Speaking of perfecting, I, I remember, you know, ball back in the day for me was seasonal. You know, I prepared a little bit over the summer, certainly leading up to the basketball season to get ready for the season. But um, there, it's it's a totally different atmosphere now in terms of the preparation that goes into basketball as a year-round effort. Talk to us a little bit about um, how you both mentally and physically prepare for the grind of the AAU circuit. What do you think? What do you think the best part of your game is? Okay, yeah, and I, and I saw that. That's that's one of the first things I noticed about your game. I was just. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, uh, when I watched you play, it was just a joy to sit there and watch a young lady of your age uh, with those skills. Not to say that um, that doesn't happen, but, I mean, it caught my eye just like that. And uh, you, 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 to me, you were almost like poetry in motion. Uh, I, I was also um, astonished about your your calmness your calmness on the court your calmness when you're not playing uh i noticed that i know a lot of girls or a lot of athletes that were playing you know when they weren't playing they were all over the court i'm you know all over the gym they were here and you know using up a lot of energy but i noticed that you were kind of calm kind of sitting in your place you know stars stand out you can go in a room with 10 people and the star is, they have a certain look about them. And to me, I saw that about you, Mercedes. And I was just, uh, you you caught my eye just like that. So I, I just wanted to tell you that I, I think that uh, you got a bright future. And uh, even doing interviews, I understand you've done two or three today, right? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I I, uh, I had information that you had done two or three interviews today. Mm -mm. Question, Mercedes. Uh, this is oh Mo. my God. This is Mo again. 
that's 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 the men for you. I always get the stuff wrong. Just just remember that, Mercedes. But who do you who do you who are your who do you look up to? Whose game have have you followed and and learned from as far as um, women who are in the game today? Um, I like to watch Zykes a lot and Paige Beckers. They're, I mm-hmm. like them a lot for sure. What do you like most about them? Hmm? What do you like most about them? What about Diana Taurasi? Are you a fan of her? Not really. <gasps> That's the, look. You know they call her the GOAT, right? She is, but she's 100 years old. Mercedes probably wouldn't even know who she is. She knows who she is, I think. But, you know, they, they call her the GOAT. I just thought maybe you, you know. Then she's going to ask if she knows Sue Bird. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, uh, Mercedes, see, when you're in a, a studio with, with uh, women, <laughs> men can't win. <laughs> she already she's learned that early unless your name's Idris Elba there you go there you go uh well, I want to ask you uh when is your high school start plan uh November I think okay so are you guys kind of prepping for that a little bit already yeah it's already first week and we're already doing tryouts and stuff okay well hey man uh uh, uh that's that's great and uh again like we Talk before we understand that you uh part of your thing is you like you rather play internationally and uh you got being a, a doctor in your plans, right? Yes. Can you elaborate a little bit? <laughs> oh, um, I wanna be an anesthesiologist and I've been looking into schools that have med programs and stuff where I can also play basketball. Okay. Smart. Um, internationally. So internationally, you know, I don't know if you know this, but there is a spot open in uh, Russia. So I don't, you know, I'm not going to be your agent or anything. But um, you know, if you do want to go, you know, internationally, I I know a couple words in Russian, so I can help you out with that. All right. Let's stay out of Russia. Right. See, smart, smart lady, smart lady, smart lady. She's going to go far in school. You can tell. Yeah. Well, Mercedes, I tell you what, you know, we we certainly appreciate you coming on the show again. And uh we uh we wanna wish you all the best of luck. We're gonna be keeping up with you. Um uh I I'm, I keep getting information about you and I uh I, I see your highlights. So uh we're gonna wish you the best of luck. Thank and uh we hope you do everything that you wanna do because you sound like you are that girl. Good luck, Mercedes. Play hard and have fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining the Couch Potato Sports Report. All right, y'all stick with us. We're going to take a quick break. Um, Stick with some women's basketball. We're going to talk about Rookie of the Year. Closer than home. Close to home. All right, y'all stick with us. Why would you hold on to a stale old auto policy when you have a fresh new car? New ride, new you, new plan, right? The LeVette Group will assess the new you for a tailored policy that meets all your requirements. So why not update your auto needs with a personalized plan from the LeVette Group? Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. 
I can be reached at 678-777-7718. Again, I'm Todd Dean of the Levette Group, and you can reach me at 678-777-7718. dad we are back here on the couch and taste force report did you mean to say that out loud were you thinking it yeah i was just saying her dad is just such a a nice guy you are too t-bird yeah he's he's just a phenomenal person they're great people i i I met them when i was out in san antonio uh uh her dad felix mom and just a great family I'm, i'm excited for her and i'm excited um to see and continue to see um women's sports in general particularly basketball um i've always had a love it was the first sport i ever played first sport i ever uh, fell in love with um one of my favorite movies love and basketball is is all about it so um great to hear and meet a young lady who really i'm sure will be hearing about more maybe she'll end up on the dream who knows but Mm -hmm. it certainly sounds like the future is bright for speaking about future bright um atlanta the atlanta dream made a decision to trade for the number one pick this year um howard paid off she just won uh rookie of the year honors ryan howard yeah what do you think i said i said howard yeah he said it yeah, uh-huh. you just uh-huh. clarify the name. Yeah, come on, Mo. Why, why you got you? I feel, I feel like y'all are teaming up on me. Why you got bricks on your fight. shoulders today? Uh, come on now. Mom and dad don't fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Mo, you, you, you know, uh, being from that area, you know, you're very familiar with Ryan Howard, right? Um, I'm familiar with her from her rookie year. I didn't hear much about I think she played for Kentucky. Um, but she came college. from Rome, right? No. You're thinking about no. You're thinking about the girl from South Carolina. That's um, she's still in 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 college. I was thinking Ryan Howard came from Rome, mm-hmm. Georgia. No, nah, you're thinking of uh, Victoria Saxon. She still got another year at South Carolina. Yeah, Ryan Howard's um, from Cleveland, Tennessee. Yeah. Um, number one pick, six two. She averaged sixteen points, four point five rebounds, two point eight assists, and one point six steals. Um, certainly. Um, has some good numbers um single season record for her WNBA rookie and three-pointers she was an all-star um second to win um uh rookie of the year um from atlanta um asia mccautry run it won it in 2009 but uh certainly proud of her i think that if you ask me there's more excitement i want to say the dream sold out the last what eight games of the season they did i'm sure it's not as big as you know state is it state form arena now or did they change it again no they're in uh no College no Park. i'm talking about the the um oh, the, the hawks the hawks aren't they don't they play at state form arena uh what they name that's not the name of it now no, they changed it to what something it? else whatever it is they changed it to state form yeah what was it before state farm it used to be Phillips Arena. Yeah. And before that, it was. And I want my money. Well, I, I, I caught myself before I bet <laughs> before you. Before that, it was the, the Omni. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah you old school for real. Yeah, you see how she backed out of yeah, that? Yeah, real quick. Real, I forgot who I was talking to, real quick. But yeah, they were uh, they were selling out, and they got a beautiful facility in College Park for the dream. They do. OG, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, she's. Uh, 
Hey, it's great that, that a, a local a local woman won and really helped the Hawks. I'm sorry, helped the dream improve. Um, we need more of the same next year, and hopefully we can add you know one or two pieces to help. But um, you know, just missed out on the playoffs. But we were two, a game and a half out of playoff contention. But you know, add another piece to the puzzle. I mean, we got a we got a rock in in Howard, so build around her let's build something special hell let her go um, play for the hawks for a couple of games maybe she can help really <laughs> i ain't touching that it's pretty clear she can score so maybe she could uh she could, she could take a take some help um or help them out a bit but all that to say i mean great foundation here let's let's take advantage of this and build upon it yeah um Hopefully, you know, we can get to a point to where we were a few years back, you know, when we went to the finals in the WNBA uh, twice and uh, we got beat. And uh, those were very good teams. And I think Angel McCarthy was on that one of those teams Mm -hmm. or or both. Um, But, you know, the WNBA, they have uh, they they do things differently in the WNBA. And I really can't myself get a grasp of how they do things yet. And because uh, I don't even think they play, but what maybe thirty games, maybe yeah, it's not many. They, they play the first round. I think is is a three game series, and then the semifinals and finals are five game series. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. um, they're in the semifinals now. So there's four teams left. Yeah, you know they they'll switch cities just like that too, won't they? Mm-hmm. You ever you noticed that? Yeah. So uh, yeah. But what I like is, let yeah, let's name drop. Let's name drop that we have the Rookie of the Year playing for the Atlanta Dream. Let's start putting faces to these teams. You've got, you know, you've got the Atlanta Dream. You've got the L.A. Sparks. Yeah. Can you name any others? You've got Phoenix. Chicago. Lynx, the Phoenix Lynx, right? I think so. Chicago Storm, I think. Something like, is it Chicago Storm, OG? Yeah, and then the Indiana Fever, I think, is another one. When did they come? Indiana? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Indiana Fever. That's what I mean. They'll they'll switch, you know, from season to season, and you can't. It's hard to get invested when you don't, when you're not able to, first of all, name all the teams, but even put any faces to these teams. So Mm -hmm. I'm I'm excited for um, the Atlanta community, Metro Atlanta community, state of Georgia even, to be able to, we should know her name. We should know more of these names and getting the opportunity to see them play more, get recognition, goes a long way toward building relevance for local fan base and nationalize as well to get more games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Speaking of that, Mo, um, the couple of these semifinal games will be on ESPN and nice. ESPN2. Nice. So, like, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Now we just need to see the same kind of, um, putting it out there on major networks during the regular season just to build the excitement so that when we get to the semifinals and finals, there's already that fan base there. And it's not just the casual fan that's, you know, turning on ESPN to see what's on. Yeah. I, I think, um, I think I read that they're going to be on ABC too now. That would make that, sense. That, that could be, that could be the finals, but, uh, 
I hear they're going to be on ABC. And uh, and I thought about that when I heard it. I said, maybe they've been listening to us. Maybe. You know, maybe maybe they've been right. listening to the Couch Potato Sports Report. Maybe. That's and right. you can go to the Couch Pod on Twitter. The Couch who? Spot. I said the Couch Spot. That's our Twitter account. The Couch mm-hmm. Spot. The couch spot. It's yours. Yes. It's everybody. It's, it's the shows. Uh, we are. Yeah. That means we have two now. That means we have four now. Really? Yeah. <laughs> four we Twitter. Have, yeah. One of them I ran out to <laughs> Donald Trump. So. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I'm gonna get paid though. So. He, he DC, DCSPR. Is at DCSPR. Is one two. Well, Mo, tell um, him to go to the couch spot. Go to the couch spot. And, uh, and check uh, out our Twitter. Check out our Twitter. Say it with your chest. There you yeah. go. There you go. <laughs> Say it like you just seen Interest Alba walk in here. Well, you know. <laughs> I, would, I would be gone. <laughs> go to the couch spot and check out Twitter. Check out the couch space. Could you on imagine? Twitter. Could you imagine? <laughs> but really, guys, I, I, I can't say enough. And, and I thank y'all. I thank the us as a team for the willingness and the insight to know and understand that women's sports deserves as much coverage we should be talking about it more um it's it's gritty it's 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 compelling um it's fundamentally sound and really a a, a, you have a a large number of talented female athletes who put on displays night after night and and they deserve recognition so we're certainly glad that that miss howard um is getting the recognition that she is doing more to come no Where doubt, and th- and great for the dream too. Great man. for the dream. We need all the Rick we can get. Okay, all right, folks, stick with us. We're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Report. Coming back, we're going to talk about the Falcons getting ready for the season. Dirty birds. When shopping for homeowner's insurance, understand that any broker can bundle to save you money. The LeVette Group takes insurance further with personalized agent attention. We are always available to advocate for you and your family when processing claims and adjusting for your insurance requirements. Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678 777 7718. Again, I'm Todd Dino of the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678 777 7718. We are back. We are back here live on the Council Center Sports Report. Here it's Mo Better with T Bird and Dex. Dex, we gotta have you. And a, OG in the win. OG, yeah, OG. Let us no, ne- could never bro. forget about OG. Never. Dang Mo, he's the man. <laughs> no, he the said, man. "Dang Mo." He did. He did. Mo, don't tell him about all those things you said behind his back. What, what, oh, did what? I say that on there? Oh yeah, my you, bad. You uh, we love you, Andrew. No, we don't. Appreciate that. <laughs> 
He's feeling the love, I'm sure. Yeah. All right, we got one more preseason no, game for the Falcons. They're set to set. They're set to play the Jaguars tomorrow. Um. Okay, we've said it before, and I don't know this. We're certainly going to aren't going to change the narrative. Preseason doesn't mean anything, but it could show you something about some expectations, maybe possibly what to expect for the season. Maybe possibly, I don't know. Sure, why not? Preseason doesn't mean anything, but it means something to the Falcons because we are so not that good. And, really? You'll say it like that? Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. For some teams, preseason really doesn't mean anything. But for the Falcons, it always seems like it means something because we got to find players. Uh, we got to see what kind of identity we have. Uh, you know, we got to decide if, uh, okay, people are already saying that, okay, you're going to get Marcus Mariota for maybe six games, and then if he falls off, then you're going to get Desmond Ritter. Okay, you you got people saying, I want, I'd rather have Ritter start over Mariota. We, we have to deal with that all the time now since Matt Ryan's gone. Um, we played, we played last week and we, it was a tale of two halves. How many times have we seen that with our starters? Okay. We, we were up 16, nothing. Uh, but man, we look great. Mariota moving the ball, Ritter moving the ball. We scoring, we're doing this, we're doing that. We get in the second half. It's like, did you forget what you were doing? And I know we brought in reserves and this and that. So that tells us that we got a depth problem. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not getting the same thing uh, that you were getting in the first half, then you're falling off. So these are the questions that we seem to have to answer every year. Every year. And and uh, it, it's just, it almost makes it not fun. And you try to get hype about your team. I'm, you know, I, I ride or die with my with my birds. I, 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 I go to the games. I watch them relentlessly. I, I keep up with them. But, I'm, you know, we get so, so disappointed. Is that the right word? Disappointed. And I just, I want us to be a cohesive unit and show that we're building something special. Uh, you know, like we've said in the past, Mo, we're tired of hearing all the hype film and seeing all the hype film and, and all this and all that. We And I, a lot of the signers, like we signed Alden Tate, which was a wide receiver. Supposedly to come, they cut him. I mean, I don't, I, I don't understand. I, you know, I don't understand. I, why you sign him if he ain't no good? <laughs> you know. Well, well do I'm not going to let you flip flop like this because a couple of weeks ago you were all hyped about the Falcons and going undefeated in the preseason and and ain't nobody you know, said that. Don't you start that. You just start up stuff. Where you get that from? I got no, the tape help if you want to play it. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Because you were all hy- not that you were hyped about the fact, but you were reserved but excited about the potential of the Falcons. And, hey, if they go undefeated in the preseason, what does that mean? And Mo and I had to talk you off the ledge, I feel. But I, no, no, I think no, you're, you're, no, Drew. I got it. Got... Hang on. Hang on. Hang on now. Now, you are correct in saying we have a depth problem at Taylor Two Halves and we have a penalty problem. Like man, we that last game with the Jets was one of the most, 
that's that's unacceptable when it comes to the regular season with some of the all the new faces we have we can't afford to have penalties on top of you know inexperienced players we just we can't win like that no we can't but i don't know where you coming out the side of your net talking about that i was talking about. i don't i don't know what you be listening to og you just be coming out the hat with something about something i said I, you sure you ain't drinking no nyquil you're like um <laughs> you're like that you know that great aunt that everybody has um the one with that bad potato salad watch yourself no she's got the good potato salad watch yourself but you know she won't allow you to say anything about her kids about her cooking about nothing but meanwhile she can tear by a new one she get on a podcast and talk bad about right it. but no so no, can't no. nobody talk bad about the falcons but but um but t-bird even though it may be the truth <laughs> i mean i i I don't know what OG come with that. Anyway, I agree with parts of what you said about the penalties. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get rid of all the penalties. We, I mean, I'm just tired of losing OG. I mean, you know, we, they do all. I'm, I'm tired of hearing Arthur Smith talk. I mean, he talks, but he don't say nothing. You know, and and. Uh, I, I, when we sign players and it must be a method that they use because I think they sign players knowing that they're going to cut them. Okay. They are trying to create competition, but Alden Tate was supposed to have been a decent receiver and we really don't have no receivers besides the kid we drafted and um, the tight end pits. I mean, so I, I don't know where we're going here. You, you trying to be fine but yet you try, it's like, how hard is it to make our team? You know what I mean? Right. I, 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 feel, I feel like we're putting a Band-Aid on this whole quarterback situation. Like we drafted Ritter, sure. Is he the one? Well, we put a lot of, you know, we put a lot of stock in, in Ritter, but we've got a Band-Aid, if you will, of, of Mariota, who could be a one-year guy. He could be a three- or four-year guy. But, like, if we're going to do it, other teams have their, their number one quarterbacks start immediately and just know that going in. I, I feel like we're just wishy-washy and just putting a Band-Aid on this to look like we're invested in the future and we're invested today. But neither are true, in my opinion. Uh, well, I think that um, – I didn't think that they, were, that they thought they were going to have a Desmond Ritter available in the draft. You know, you got Marcus Mariota to – to be the band-aid, uh, you know, until you got your quarterback. So I think that was that was by design, but uh you didn't know that Ritter was gonna be available. And so now, you know, you kind of created, I guess it would be a good problem. They both can move, uh, they both can throw on the run. But we're gonna see when when uh you know when the real season starts. And, uh, you know, we still got problems with Jeremy Mayfield on the offensive line. Uh, high pick. He's got to cut the mustard this year. You know, he's he's he got just beat up last year. And so we got to get our offensive line intact. I, the other night, we did not have a sack. Now, we got to the, we got around the quarterback a lot, but we st still no sacks. 
And I know they're saying, well, you ain't got to get sacks. You just want to get him off his marketing. Okay, I love all that, but I want him on his ass. And and you understand? I want the quarterback on his ass. And I'm tired of just getting to the quarterback and then he spin out and make a big play for 25 yards down the field and we almost got there. We got to have some playmakers and they got to find some because I'm getting pissed off. And I think that's the elephant in the room that we're not talking about. We don't have a face of the franchise in any kind of way. There's there's no star power in any at any position. We're not sure who to really throw our weight and, and rally behind as far as the quarterback. And I'm going to say it. We don't have a likable head coach. There's no personality. <laughs> and, and within the past, look, we, we, we loved – who was before him? Dan Quinn. We loved Dan Quinn. Hell, I love Jerry, Jerry Glanville. <laughs> and he was he they was really to make out there. it exciting, didn't they? Yeah, but this guy, I mean, there's, again, no personality, no vision, really no – quotes or sound bites to really give us an idea of how he plans to lead this team through the season, who, who we should be looking for. We're looking to you, sir, in terms of what we should expect. And it looks like you're still trying to figure it out. Well, he, um, so that being said, Mo, all that's left to do is to win. So if he win, okay, then he can be start like sure. that, right? Sure. We'll take that. Mm-hmm. But until then, I'm with you. Give us something. Something. <laughs> Do karaoke yeah. night. Something. Yeah, Arthur Smith. He has not, God, go ahead, OG. I'm sorry. Uh, he's not earned the right to do have a Belichick like exactly. conference yet. He ain't earned that right yet. I think we mentioned that last week. And um, I want. I, I, I. We gotta have something. We're we're so hungry in Atlanta for a winner in football that I, I think we're it's all going to drive us to drink. <laughs> I, go, go ahead, Dex. You know, I don't even watch football, and I'm already feeling that vibe. Well, so. you know, of course. <laughs> but here's the thing, and here's the danger. I um, read this article about the value of teams, and supposedly Arthur Blank bought the Falcons for like 500-something million dollars 20 years ago, and now they're worth $4 billion. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, and again, he's made his money, and certainly there is no need to do anything to make more four billion dollars. Four billion dollars. But here's the thing: you mentioned about fans being hungry for football. Well, guess who stepped in that gap and filled in for that for that hunger for football? Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. So we're going to become like Alabama. And really, not even have a, a national, a professional football team at this rate. Because I mean, what what's what's the point of going to a Falcons game this year? What is the point of spending money to buy a ticket, pay for parking, buy the food, and yeah, the food is reasonably priced. But even still, the the investment of time is what now is becoming a commodity. Do we really want to invest more time in this team that has showed us year after year after year? That they don't want to win, or they don't have what it takes to win, and and we at a point where we don't have any answers. Wow, young young Stan, we yeah. we we just had a point where we don't have any answers. We've been in the league since 1966, and we don't have a championship here, and uh, it's getting very frustrating. Um, and then our one long time that we had one. 
<laughs> and we let it get away. <laughs> that game which should yeah. not be spoken of. All in the same game. You, you hear me? You mean with the Broncos? <gasps> yeah, I said it. I'm from Denver. No, oh, no, no, no. Well, no, no, not that one. That's and 16. Not, that's, that's the only one that with the baby. No, yeah, I wasn't there. And and so we've been in two Super Bowls, and and then and then when we get into one with the Broncos, if you want to go back, we were playing great. I mean, I mean, we were. I, I felt like we could win that game, and then Eugene Robinson's out there in Miami or wherever they at soliciting. Who, 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 I, I, I thought I always, I don't know how he slipped out of it, but I could have sworn that, um, not Jesse Tuggle. I could have sworn, um, the, the leader of the defense at that time. I thought he was, he was, his name was mentioned too, as far as soliciting too. At that time? Yeah. Who? It was, it was this, Eugene Robinson. There was, the there was somebody else. Who was the, um, who was the, um, linebacker for the Falcons then? Togo was on that team. Okay. I could have sworn that there were some other names that had been floating around that were out and about too during that night, but just. Well, that took the, that took the air out of us mm -hmm. when that happened because we, we, we were a strong team. You know, we yeah. were playing had with soda and, and, and everything. And then when that come out, I could just mm -hmm. see the air coming out of our team. It did. And then we get in 16 OG. We beating them all over the field. And then we, we, I still don't know what happened. Played it safe. Played it safe. Another, another tale of two halves. They took their foot off the gas. Like exactly, you're right, Mo. And they let the other team come back in. It that is no defense. Talking. That's that. And that's why we lost against the Cowboys. I think it was the year before, year after. I think it was the year before that. Lost to the Cowboys in the in the championship game. I think it was. You and the same I thing. We we. You talking about in 1979? No, no, no. It was like in 15 or 14. Um, what NFC? In the, yeah. We took our foot off the gas and, and played it safe, and it cost us late in the, in the playoffs two it years just, before. Yeah, it just sucks. There's so many wounds there. And uh, you don't – you know, even after the Mars game, we still don't know what we're gonna get for for the first game. We we just don't know. We got Deion Jones, who was a Pro Bowler. Now they tell him they don't want him, and then they can't trade him, and then they paying him twenty million dollars. The cat was all over the field, and then all of a sudden he can't play. I mean, they they don't think he. I, I, I mean, what is that? And now he's gonna play tomorrow. He's going to play tomorrow, and I, I just don't know what's going on there. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just mad. It's like, think about movies that you want to see. Speaking of movies, I hear there's a, a Sylvester Stallone movie coming out tonight I got to see. But he got problems I saw, with his wife. But I, well, but I saw the trailer, and the trailer has me interested. So this preseason has been a trailer for us to kind of see, are we interested? And I'm telling you, I'm not sold. I'm not interested it literally is going to be a labor of love to watch them play this year because I I don't see there being anything to be excited about. I don't think that they'll even make a ripple. They're, they won't even sniff the playoffs. I don't even think they'll have a winning record. I think they're going to beat Cleveland. I'm calling it now. So. Well, I hope we're a better team than last year because we won seven games. So if we don't win seven games, we went back. Oh. Right? I think I think we're that's almost a, a – 
I don't know, it's a preconceived destiny for us because we don't have nearly the talent or the depth in several key areas, including quarterback, you know, wide receiver. We went down, I mean, losing Russell Gage. I, I, we can go down the list, but looking at the chart, you know, they got to make cuts to, to the 53-man roster. And based on the first two preseason games, man, I think we need, we still have so much work to do to find 53 guys that have a high enough football IQ to make a difference and play together as a unit. It, I, I just, I still think there are so many holes and so many problems. I, yeah, I went agree. Early on a limb, I went on a limb early and said, I think they will be, they will be four and third place in the, in the division. But I think the four games is, I don't know. I, I hate to say it, T-Bird, but I think four or five games is going to be a stretch. Mm, well, yeah, it may be a stretch, but you know, you were talking about Russell Gage now. I think me and you kind of look at him differently. I never thought Russell Gage was a good player. Uh, he, so I don't even count as losing him. I mean, you know, he don't even on my radar. He he never measured up. You know, he's down there with Tom now, Brady, and maybe and he'll go win a championship. Well, he's know? got so many better players around him that all he got to do is make maybe two or three catches a game. So it'll be it'll be curious to if he flourishes there and has success we can look closely at atlanta and know that it was the atlanta system that held him back could be not him the player or not having tom brady well there's only one of those it, it just seems like this team is better suited for arena football actually <laughs> dang mo I, I mean really just nothing Nothing, nothing, nothing. But we'll watch. Go Falcons. <laughs> Y'all stick with us, folks. We're going to take a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Report. Be back to talk some college footballs. Kicking off. Yeah. Hey, this is Mo Better with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I'd love for you to join us for what always promises to be an entertaining and lively discussion on the latest news in sports. And trust me, I need all the support I can get because refereeing these matchups with T-Bird and the other guy is no easy task. But it's always a lot of fun. Tune in Fridays at 6 o'clock. We are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Report. We debate real issues, real important issues. Like Fiji water. Right. All right. So Thursday, kicking off probably the best time of the year for most folks. They plan mm -hmm. holidays, weddings, funerals, all that, deaths. They plan all that around uh, the college football season. It's more exciting than ever. Exciting for us here in Georgia because we've got defending national championships. Um, the weather's great. Weather's great. Starts off Thursday. 
uh, September 1st, not really, again, if you're a fan, you watch, we've got a couple of top 20 teams playing in Pittsburgh and Oklahoma State. But that Saturday is going to be, again, don't call me. It's I'm busy. I'm busy. What are you looking forward to the most about college football? And please don't say Notre Dame winning a national championship. Notre Dame winning a national championship and starting off with Ohio State. I would love to beat them. If we could beat Ohio State, that's going to determine uh, a good bit of our road starting out. But also. Well, let me just. What, OG? I'm just going to tell you right now. I don't need Notre Dame bashing. I don't need Notre Dame bashing, okay? That will, they will not beat Ohio State. I will just put that out there right now. Okay, so if, if they do beat them, you owe me a steak dinner. I'll take that action I'll all cook day the long. Steak dinner. <laughs> oh, you okay. heard that. That's how much I know they're so not going to beat. Ohio I don't want State. no Notre Dame bashing, though. I don't try to bash y'all Georgia Bulldogs. Well, I, I don't right. have a dog I, in the fight. My my team, I hope they make some make some noise against Utah. So Who? Florida. Oh, Florida. Well, you know, one thing I do like about uh, the fall and, and football is you – you know, you can ride around neighborhoods. Everybody got their, uh, I see a lot of flags out at homes with their team. Beautiful fall day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I'll, and I'll even say the Georgia fans, I mean, they tweeting and they uh, uh, going on Facebook. Uh, everybody at the house, in the living room, watching the game. If they ain't at the game, it's Georgia this, it's Georgia that. Uh, it, it, it's just, it, It's just a good time. Less traffic on the road because everybody at home are either at the game. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, the fall is really a good time. College football season is really good. And you can watch all the football you want uh, oh, during yeah. college football oh, season. It's, it's, they playing in Little Rock, Arkansas. <laughs> you know, they, they playing in Bedrock. I mean, it's everywhere. And that 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 is a fun time for uh, the is. year, OG. Did you just reference the Flintstones? Yes, I did. They okay. play there too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the thing that I love the most is just it's football season because that means college is starting, NFL's right around the corner. You know, fall's coming, and uh, you know, pumpkin spice is here. But you're exactly <laughs> right, Keeper. There's there's you know, 15 hours straight college oh, football on every single Saturday. And it's it's just the dream scenario. It, you you it, can yeah. always find at least one game. Somewhere. Like, you know what? That's that's the matchup I want to see. Now, mm-hmm. um, I'm curious. I don't. Georgia's is kicking off at home against Oregon. Is isn't or doesn't seem like Oregon is ranked a little high. Is that just me? It could be because they got Dan Lanning. Uh, you know, he was the Georgia DC. And and how does the de- defending national champion get ranked at number three? In preseason, before the season even because Alabama is still alive, that's why. That, well, I, I think that it, I think Kirby and I think the to the press to the media. Would you agree, OG, that even though Georgia won a national title, they still don't believe that Alabama. They still don't believe that Georgia is better than Alabama in the, in, in the long run. Do you believe that? I, I think you're right, um, and I think maybe to add to that, Georgia also lost a lot of players to the draft and just you know yeah. seniors last year. So 
I think the combination of those things, I think no matter what, Alabama is almost a perennial number one all year, every year, till you know, till Saban retires or, or leaves. So I, I think that's just the way it is in this day and age. And until somebody consistently beats them or, you know, they fall off the face of the earth, I think they're, <laughs> they're always will be number one. So I, it's just how it is. Also, uh, Saban just got a raise. He did. So he goes back up to being the uh, highest paid coach in, in college football. And uh, so it makes it look like Kirby is at a bargain. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, so who are I'm curious. What what teams do you expect to see when all is said and done? What, what four teams do you think will be heading to the playoffs this year? Uh, Georgia. Uh, Alabama. Uh, Don't do it. Don't do it. Maybe Ohio State. Don't you say Notre Dame. Clemson. Uh, and it, that's true. Clemson could ease back in there. As as far as my fighting Irish, I, I, you know, under the new leadership, I think, you know, if you want to be serious, uh, I think Freeman's going to have to prove that he definitely sent us in a new direction a positive direction to where he's going to have to win big games. That's the thing with the previous regimen. We could never win the big games. You know, you, you, you won 10 games every year, 10, 11 games, but you didn't win the big games. And I think, I think for Notre Dame to, to get in there and they're, they're in the top five, let's call it a spade OG because they Notre Dame. That's yeah. why they in the top five. Yeah. So OG, what do you I, I think? Will- I wouldn't get to say that, but T-Bird, I'm glad you did. That just that. Just, well, I'm just calling spade uh, a spade, bro. Yeah, I, I think we're right. I mean, we can talk about the, the same five or six teams that are all going to be in contention, but you're right. Alabama, Georgia are almost locks every year. Ohio State, same thing. And then maybe a, a Clemson or, or somebody from a t- outside the Power Two conferences, like you know, maybe from the ACC or, or a second Big Ten team. You know, Penn State's always pretty talented every yeah. year. Um, Michigan. That's exactly what I was going to say, OG. I'm root for Penn State. Coach Franklin is, is, yeah. is way overdue. Um, he's a great coach, great program, and he's really turned that program around, right. especially given the scandal that they had. But he's still recruiting and retaining great players. Uh, I, I do. I, I He may not. don't know if they have the, the depth of talent as a lot of these SEC teams. But I would not be surprised if they perform better than expected because they're mm-hmm. under the radar every year. Every they, year. They, they do well. Yeah, he's a good coach. He's a great coach. Very good coach. I agree, Mo. So, you know, we're just going to ride that bull, and uh, we're going to all go over to Dexter's house, and uh, we're going to drink and eat and uh, watch football. Oh, see, what I was going to do is I was just going to wait. I was going to watch the game and just wait until the play was going to start and call – Mo right before that play is good so you know that way so you know my phone will be on do not disturb right? <laughs> i'm gonna knock on your door i'm gonna bring a plate of nachos though so well you bring food you'll get in i'm probably gonna eat half of them i do want to say i know we talked last week about um high school football kicking out i think yeah, yeah. um a daresville I'm sorry about that yeah. um kicks off and i and i want to there's a very special player chris roper um his mom is um we grew up together and her mom was friends with my mom since high school. Mm-hmm. That young man is really solid. Um, I understand he's got some offers from 
schools like Harvard, some really good off D one schools Smart right kid, now. Too. Smart kid. Um, we'd like to see. We'd like to see a Daresville. Didn't um, in that where um, what's his name Beasley? Didn't Beasley Vic play in Daresville? Yeah, he so, went there. And, and that's what surprises me. Daresville has knocked out some really great, talented players, and I'm just really surprised that they haven't been able to put that together in a way to really have a more dynamic program. Yeah, yeah because see, all through a Daresville's Dazzle, history. They've had all these great rec mm-hmm. teams. So you got those teams, uh, those kids coming up, but it seems that when they get to the high school level, it fizzles. Yeah. They just run through everybody through rec ball. Yeah. And so, you know, those kids are playing and we've always wondered about that mm-hmm. with a Daresville. So, uh, you know, they've had a, a couple of kids come through. I know you had Vic and there was another kid that um, I can't think of his name right now that went and played at Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few years back. So, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, but speaking of that, Cartersville, they uh, dominated Cherokee last of week. 35 nothing. Nothing. Cass gets beat by one point. They look good. Yeah. They look good. Yeah, um, they... McCorder is over there now. His son, yeah. a bear, I, I want to say he got his first offer from Penn State. Who? Um, Josh McWhorter. McWhorter. Yeah. Okay. His uh, son, big dude. He's yeah. Like He's a Cass? Yeah. Get up. I believe so. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you know, and, you know, and speaking of that, you can catch all high school football on uh, PBS. Yeah. And they they had the Corky Carroll Classic last week, and Mm -hmm. I got a load of it, especially since I was immobile. Well, you know. (laughs) So, uh, let's, I think, uh, I forget whose car we were playing tonight, but. They're going to win. Probably. OG? Yeah. When we come back, we're going to talk about them braids, baby. Let's do it to it. (laughs) Y'all stick with us. Hey, this is T-Bird from the Couch Potato Sports Report. I think about Atlanta sports all the time, but I talk about them every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern here on Podbean. Follow the link, join myself, Mo, and the other guy as we'll discuss all Atlanta sports from the Braves to the Hawks and the Falcons. Again, join me, T-Bird, with Mo and the other guy every Friday at 6 p.m. live the episodes will be available on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you listen. You gotta listen to the Let's Talk with Dexter Benning show, where we talk about the issues of the day, from politics to stupid laws and stupid lawmakers. Please join us every Monday morning at 10 a.m. for the real Let's Talk with Dexter Benning. back here on the Capitol Sports Report. I don't know if that was a private dance or what a, a stroke that T-Bird was doing. On I'm here. your private dancer. Dancer for money. Zero tips. I'm not throwing dollar bills. I'm throwing, throwing coins at you. Drachma. <laughs> Can't make a dollar. All right, Can't folks. Can't make a peso. 
<laughs> not at all. Not at all. All right. So let's talk about your Braves. They just finished up a, a, a good series with the Pirates, swept them. Um, but we've got the Cardinals coming up. So, again, what are your thoughts? We're, we're hitting the, the final stretch here. Every game is important. Braves are playing really well. Uh I think they're if they can stay with this stride, I, I I don't see why we can't, you know, go ahead and win the division. Uh, we, what are we? Uh, OG, we a game and a half out. Two games back. Well, okay, it, we're, it's getting serious. It's yeah. getting real serious. And uh, we getting solid play everywhere. Uh, pitching is dominant. We're we're hitting the ball all over the place. Playing good baseball, good defense. I mean. I'm 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 excited, and we got the Cardinals tonight, OG, and uh, we really that's a three game series. We really need to win that series, and uh, I, I think we're going to be in good shape. So if we can be two games out, maybe a game and a half when we play the Mets to finish up the series with them for the year, I think we can eclipse them. Absolutely, and the Mets have. You know, they've lost a step or a half a step at least. They have not had as dominant of the last 10 games that the Braves have. Struggled a little bit with some pitching and, you know, I guess some some hitting really, which is surprising given their depth. But I, I think you're right. We are we are in a great place, ready to pounce. And when we finish that series, man, that, that could be the time and the momentum that we need to take over first and, and not look back. Oh, okay. Hey, I uh, just wanted to shout out. We got a message um, coming from, I believe it's Mr. Perez. The Cardinals are on a hot streak. They are not going to sit back and make it easy. Oh, wow. Truth be told. Yeah, they're, they're not going to make it easy. But I just think that we're playing at such a high level right now that it, it should be a good series. I, I, You know, and, you know, if you're going to be that dog like the Braves want to be and need to be, you got to beat the Cardinals right now. You know, I think Paul Goldsmith, their first baseman, is having a, a, a MVP year. Albert Pujols is close to 700 homers. Been on a homer streak here lately. And uh, so our pitching has got to be better than their bats. Yeah, I'm waiting to see Pujols AARP stats. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, hey, man, he if he, uh, if he gets 700 homers, he's going to get it any kind of way he want to get it anywhere all over the country. Because, you know, it's only a few guys got that. Yeah, he's going to be the MVP of the uh, senior league. He's just he's up there, and he's still killing it. Yeah. OG, what I like about the Braves, too, is that, again, we I want to go to Ron Lacuna. Uh, he's not hitting homers, but he, he spraying the ball all over the field. He's still in bases. He's playing good defense. I want to go to Michael Harris constantly. Uh, his bat, his bats get better late in the game. That that that's outstanding for a rookie playing like a seasoned veteran. Wouldn't you agree? A hundred percent. And you know, I almost like the fact that we have not been heavily reliant on the on the home run ball. I like love we it. talked about last week, like the, the small ball, like that's what wins baseball. That's games. what wins Instead baseball game. I can't believe we agree. Uh, I, just, I need <laughs> so, to make a quick correction. Um, that uh, last comment actually came from OG's mom, so it sounds like she's trying to replace him on the team. So anytime she wants to call in, <laughs> she can go ahead and do that because it sounds like she knows what she's talking about. Yes. Go ahead. Finish, OG. Uh, 
So no, I just I like the fact that we are not as reliant, and and I'm okay with with Acuna not hitting home runs Me too. every night because because we're we're winning more without him, so more of it. Yeah, I, I mean, I just I want him to be a complete baseball player. Use all your tools, and that's what he's doing. Even in uh, left field, you got Robbie Grossman, who's uh you know we we got in a trade for cash. And how all he did was come in there and solidify the bottom of the order with some uh, clutch base hits, even a clutch homer here and there. He plays good defense. We're solid all the way around. You know, you got Dansby doing his thing at short and uh, Grism at second base. I mean, you know, the question is, when Ozzy comes back, you got to keep Grism's bat in the lineup somewhere, DH or something, because – this boy has quality at bats every at bat. You know, uh, yeah. I, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go go ahead. No, so I guess the, the last thing I'll say. I think you're exactly right, Tuber. Because he's playing so well, we got to figure it out a way, some creative way to get him in there and keep him in. Just because, man, we are winning with him, and I, it just it's it's simple to me. I don't even I can't even explain it. It's just we got to do it. And look at first base with uh, uh, Olsen. He hit a moonshot in Pittsburgh the other day, a grand slam out of the park, out in there, out to the pond. I think he's got like 89 RBIs and 27 homers. So the question I want to ask you, OG, are we getting everything out of him that we should, that, that we expect? I think we're getting the offense offensively. Yes. What, I think we might need in the future is more of the leadership piece because that's what we had with, you know, who before. And so, I mean, if it's, a, those are big shoes to fill. So if he wants to fill them, we need him to step up in the leadership role. And, and, you know, Mo, what's your take on it? Uh, you know, you know, I get hyped when I talk about my you braids. Do, you do. So, I so, just enjoy watching you wax on. So, Hey man, on, just, I, I just love winning. And, uh, you know, uh, our pitching is, you know, Max Freed was down for 10 days, come back in and pitched like a beast the other day. And we we just so solid, man, that I, I just, I love it. Are we solid enough to really, I mean, it's going to be tough. Um, and... All that the Braves have gone. This has been now. If we really were to kind of look back, I mean, we talk. We kept saying it's going to be a long season. Going to be a long season. The season is kind of getting down to the wire now. So as we reflect back and look back, this team has really been through a lot mm -hmm. in terms of how it changed from last year to this year, and really the expectations, the adjustments, the injuries, and even still, here we are now on the cusp of really being able to win the division and really make a run in the playoffs. No doubt. I mean, I'm, I'm we, we, you know, wherever we fill in, it seems to work. And so it's just, it's fun when you win. And of course, when you win, it's just, it's just so much fun. It's good to have a problem where I got to figure out all these good players where I'm going to put them. Right. That's a good problem to good have. Good problem to have. Good so, problem to have. All right. So what do you think? Are they going are they going to sweep the Cardinals? I don't know about sweeping them, but we really need to win the series. It's about winning the series now. Mm -hmm. And if we can keep winning the series and then we play the Mets, that's when we really need to 
oh, that's going to be a matchup. I, I, I'm, I'm going to rearrange my schedule to watch that one. Do that, Mo. <laughs> All right, folks, it's been another wonderful evening here with the Couch Taste Sports Report. I'm Mo Better, T-Bird, OG, with us remotely. We thank you for joining us, Dexter. All right, gentlemen, any final thoughts? Yeah. Keep up with us on Twitter at the Couch Spot. Uh, watch us, uh, uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, and that's the extent of your social media. And keep going. Oh, uh, thanks to OG's mom for the shout out, the great comments. Thanks for uh, to for Mercedes Perez. Yeah, yeah. thanks for uh, Mercedes Perez. Uh, if you guys want to support the show, I suggest sharing it out. Let us know how you feel, and we'll get better and better with each show. All right, we'll see you next week. Take care. We are out.